I'm your host, Raza Mughal, and welcome to The Millennial Father on today's episode. The importance of making time for yourself, long weekend sleepover at grandma's, how to deal with cradle cap, going out together as a couple for the first time since having the baby. All right, let's get it. The help that we were getting from our family members is now gone and my wife and I have gone back to taking care of Zia on our own. He's basically with my wife all the time. Whenever I can, I go up and help her out with the usual stuff, the diaper changes and putting him to sleep. That's how the routine has been day in, day out. It just revolves around the baby. Every day seems like I'm doing the same thing over and over and over again. This, of course, is going to lead to some sort of unusual effect. And for me, it's been that the days are starting to mix into one another. And it's getting hard for me to recollect what I did during the week. Did I do that on Monday or Wednesday? Not sure. Not leaving the house and the lack of exercising is adding to this effect. I'm known for having a sharp memory and it's still pretty good, but lately I've started making more mental mistakes. For example, I watched a movie with one of my sisters and then I brought up the fact that I watched it in front of a bunch of people and as I was telling the story, I stated that I watched the movie with my other sister. It was kind of an awkward moment because both of my sisters were there. The one who watched the movie with me was kind of sad and offended. You know what's even sadder though? That watching a movie is now a story for me. That's how boring my life has become. And as for my sister, it's like, come on, grow up. The world doesn't revolve around you. I'm a dad now. I have the right to forget about things or mix facts up. You have no right to correct me or be offended. I'm just kidding, it was just a mental slip. Another example, the other day I came home and we had a carpet delivered outside. I went in to ask my wife, did you order a mattress? There's one outside our house. She was in shock, like, why is there a mattress? Raza, what are we going to do? I was like, I don't know, why don't you take a look at it? You must have ordered it and I opened the door and she was just like, Raza, that's not a mattress, that's a carpet. What the hell? I don't know what's causing these mental slips. To make sure I'm not making major mistakes, I've been double checking everything I do. Perhaps I need to get more sleep and exercise in. Lately, I've been trying both and in the next podcast, I'll get back to you about my progress. While I work on the occasion, I listen to this podcast called The Art of Manliness. I know it sounds like some pro alpha male podcast, but it's not. It's a podcast that discusses a huge range of issues and I've learned a lot of good lessons from there and I'd recommend it for all genders. It's hosted by this guy named Brett McKay. Anyways, the last episode I listened to was called How to Make Time for What Really Matters Every Day and I found it really helpful. It talks about this specific issue. When days start to mix and life begins to feel like it's getting past you. In the episode, Brett interviews this author named John Zeratsky, and he talks about having a daily highlight activity. This is basically an activity that you do in your day that you look forward to, something that you're passionate about or makes you happy. Now, I feel like I've dug myself into a hole here. Taking care of my baby is something that makes me happy, and I do look forward to doing it every day. I believe this highlight activity is meant to be directed at a personal goal you have. 
So if you have a personal goal to stay in shape, then it could be exercising. Or if it's to enhance your education, then you might want to study. One note that Zeratsky made was that it could be helpful to connect the highlight activity to something useful in the house, like cooking. To the new fathers out there, I know it can be a grind getting used to all this, taking care of a family, but try to take out that one hour for yourself every day and keep doing the activities that make you, you, the ones that make you happy. For me, these have been exercising, writing, working on this podcast, and watching sports and movies. Over the last couple of weeks, we took a big step forward in terms of our COVID-19 physical distancing limitations with Zia. We stayed at my parents' house in Hamilton during the Labor Day long weekend. It was fun telling my family that we were staying. They all got super stoked about the visit. Everyone in my family was happy, but no one was more excited than my mom. The day she found out that we're staying, she went out and bought a bunch of equipment for Zia. A crib, a bath set, a bassinet. At first, me and my wife were like, wait, this is too much. She doesn't need to be getting all this. Then we realized, you know what? We'll be staying there in the future and it will be too much work to keep lugging all this equipment over ourselves every time so they might as well have it. Staying over was entertaining. The day we got there, my sister was having a birthday party in the backyard and a lot of my cousins were there and they got to see Zia for the first time. It was great because they were all respectful of the social distancing and they were all making comments about him. Oh, he looks like his mom. Oh, he looks like his dad. Being out of the house was rejuvenating. My mom and grandma, aka mama and sisters were all helping out with Zia. A humbling experience for me is watching my family interact with Zia. They're all always talking to him, wanting to hold him, trying to soothe him. It's like you can see the love. If I could, I'd capture it in a jar so I could show it to Zia when he's older, but I can't. So I just sit there and try to take it all in so I can talk about it in my podcast later. Watching family interact with my son makes me feel grateful, grateful for what I have to be alive. I know all of us, we get caught up in the fast life, bigger houses and more likes on Instagram posts, but man, none of the happiness you get from that compares to the happiness you get from the togetherness of family. After saying that, I just want to add and make sure to follow my Instagram, the.millennialfather. Bad timing. But you get what I mean, right? Honestly, man, I'm guilty of this too. I need to get the hell off my phone and spend more time with my family. I've sat there on my phone looking at pictures of my son when my son is in the room next to me. Is it just me? Am I the only person doing that? The moment I catch myself in this unusual act, I turn my phone off and I go to my son. Sorry, I went on a rant there, going back to staying at my parents. It was incredible. Zia got to interact with his great-grandmother. How cool is that, right? From watching Mama, it was clear that she had this natural ability of taking care of babies. However, in the last podcast, I mentioned an adage about feeding a baby as much as possible, and it was clear from communicating with Mama that she was a firm believer in this. Anytime Zia cried, whimpered or nibbled on anything she was like he needs to be fed i explained to her no sometimes he just sucks because he wants to soothe and that we have a schedule for his feeding and she would listen to me but then an hour later she'd get back to you need to feed him again and by that time it usually was time to feed him again so we would my mom did an excellent job preparing for our stay you know she got all the baby hardware mentioned before and we brought a bunch of gear as well 
but we still ran into issues that we didn't anticipate. One of them was the changing pad situation. At home, we have two change pad stations, one in the nursery and the other close to the living room. I prefer to use the nursery one because it has a lot of space. I have a full range of motion, the change pad is wide so Zia fits nicely on it and if he wants to wiggle around a bit, it's fine. For now. The change pad itself is located on top of a tall wide dresser which helps reduce the stress on my lower back because I don't have to bend forward as much during the changes. You may think, how can a diaper change strain your lower back? Well, you may be doing 12 plus a day, 5 minutes a pop minimum. That's an hour right there of you being in that position. During some diaper changes, I have to stop mid-change and stretch myself out because my back starts hurting so much. Going back to my mom's place as a substitute for the change pad station we had at home, we changed Zia on a change pad sheet that came with our diaper bag and we did so either on the bed we were sleeping on or in the new crib. When we changed him in the crib, I don't know about Sabrina, my wife, but I definitely felt the tension in my back. And when we changed him on the bed, well, it worked, but it wasn't sanitary. The additional factor that was causing difficulty to the diaper changes was the chain sheet. It was thin and slippery, so whenever Zia kicked or moved, it would slide around all over the place. Thankfully, we didn't have any mishaps, but while we were there, we had a realization that we need to have better equipment for his diaper changes. I know I'm being a bit nitpicky, possibly, but it was an annoyance to us. That's why I'm mentioning it. To new fathers, parents staying outside their home for the first time, be ready for that, for an issue to occur or an item to be forgotten that you didn't prepare for. My advice is don't be too hard on yourself. We're all still learning. Just remember to bring it for next time or perhaps the situation you're dealing with outside the home is unavoidable and it's just an adjustment you have to make. Life's not perfect. Next, I'm going to get into my observations of Zia over the last two weeks. Physically, he seems heavier and longer. We haven't had any doctor's appointments, nor did we use any makeshift home weighing techniques to weigh him. As long as he poops and urinates regularly, we haven't been too concerned in that department. During this time, Zia's baby acne has turned into this condition called cradle cap. Basically, as the mom's hormones leave the baby, it causes an increase in oil production, which can lead to this. It looks like a yellowish crusting of the skin, and I found it mainly around his ears, nose, and at the edge of his scalp. I was kind of freaked out when I first saw it, but my wife had done research on it, and she reassured me that it was nothing to be worried about. As a treatment, we put Vaseline on it whenever we felt like the problem areas were getting too dry and we brushed off the crust flakes after we bathed him. It wasn't until a week after of continuing this process that we noticed a difference in the condition of his skin. The most significant change I've observed in Zia over the last couple of weeks has been his ability to pay attention. One day Sabrina was holding him and she turned to me and was like, doesn't Zia seem different to you? Like he seems older to me. I just agreed with her without looking at him. Yeah, for sure he seems older. I thought it was just one of those things that certain moms say. But then later on in the day, I noticed it myself. He did seem different. When I was interacting with him and playing with him, he was looking at me in the eyes. And when I walked away, he followed in my direction. Before he would just look in areas and you could tell he wasn't focusing much on anything particular. But now I felt like he was locking in. 
my first instinct was to get him to start playing with toys. We have these small handheld ones and I brought them over, held them in front of his face, but he didn't really care. What he did pay attention to were objects that were emitting sounds. Like when I'd be watching the basketball games late at night, we'd find him looking in the direction of the television set from his bassinet. When I rattled the toys in front of him, that's when he'd start looking at them. We have this baby gym set. It's this toy where you lay the baby down on a mat and there are objects that hang from a semicircle hoop that they can smack around. And I found that he hit the objects more that made louder sounds. Now, his attention span wasn't through the roof. Like if I sat there and had a heart to heart with him for an hour, I'd be surprised if he'd look at me for two minutes straight. But there was definitely a noticeable improvement. Knowing that my child was kind of interpreting what I do, I've started to play with him more and I've introduced him to different toys. Also, I've become slightly conscious of what he's getting exposure to. Like when Sons of Anarchy is on, we turn the bassinet so that he can't look to the screen. Yes, I know it seems like overkill, but you never know what he's going to remember. I guess I should put earmuffs on him too, or else his first words might be Sam Crow. As a new father, life's been relatively stable. As mentioned before, days are starting to feel like they're running in loops, like I'm starring in Groundhog Day or something. Since I spend most of my time at home, I don't have to change as often. I don't have to shave as often. Those are the kinds of activities that would help break up my day and provide some sort of segregation across the week. I know I need to add more highlight activities into my schedule, but it also might be a good idea to have specific ones for specific days. You know, go for a run on Monday or do some yoga on Tuesdays. By the way, I haven't done either in a really long time. Taking actions out of the norm helped me break through the feeling of the endless day. Staying at my parents' house helped. My cousin got married. Going to the wedding helped. You know, if you go to a wedding, you have to get ready, right? I had to go to the barber shop get a haircut, get my beard trim, choose out my clothes. It was exhausting getting this all done. These are the things I would do for fun. Goes to show how much life has changed due to this virus. There were two wedding events and they were spread across two weeks. The first one I went to on my own because we had no one to babysit Zia. And to the second one, my wife went with me. Fortunately, my sister-in-law and her husband were available that day to babysit which was awesome and super nice of them because they already have two kids of their own. I was glad that Sabrina came with me because I felt like she needed to get out and socialize. And I know she was excited too. You know, she spent time choosing out her outfit, her jewelry. She got her hair done. We both got dolled up and we went out. It was funny. After we dropped off Zia, my wife came up and sat beside me in the passenger seat. It was the first time that she sat beside me in the car since we had the baby. And when she did, suddenly I was suffocated by the feeling of worry and anguish. In my head, I was like, is she allowed to do this? Should she be sitting up here with me? Am I going to get a ticket for doing this? But yeah, we went and we had an awesome time at the wedding. It was the first time that we went anywhere together in a social setting in over like six months. A lot of my family members congratulated Sabrina on having Zia and praised her on how she looked. It's a nice feeling to dress up and be complimented. In the past, I never really cared about compliments and flattery, but when you've been isolated for so long from society, you start to notice the small nuances that you took for granted. Again, to minimize any chances of picking up germs or COVID-19, 
sigh we made sure to sd social distance and we left the wedding early we went straight home changed sanitized then went to go pick up zia i was completely exhausted by the end of the night but i was happy that we went out because we needed it and deserved it shout out to my sister-in-law and her husband because they did an excellent job taking care of zia even though we knew he was in excellent hands it was a relief to finally get him and bring him home to sum up my advice to new fathers is this if you're feeling like you're in a rut or if your days are starting to mix into one another try doing something different get dressed and go out take out the mother of your child as well she's probably feeling the same way i know with covid-19 cases on the rise this may be tough but get creative go for a walk in the park or have a visit with a friend that's social distance friendly it's important to break up your days to have differentiation across them and that's all folks i hope you're enjoying the podcast please provide feedback at my website www.themillennialfather.com and please follow the podcast on whichever platform you're using to listen i've been using anchor to create my podcast and distribute it So if you're thinking of creating your own podcast, I'd highly recommend that. I've created an Instagram account as mentioned before. It's the.millennialfather. So follow me on there for updates on the next show and helpful posts in between. Until next time.